Hi, everyone. This is Joe Waters. want to welcome you to Cause Talk Radio. Of course, I'm here with uh, the much, much more relaxed Megan Strand <laughs> now that Cause Marketing Forum is over. Right, I'm, Megan? I'm so relaxed. I might not even participate today. I, I might know. just let you I know. Talk. You have been, and we have been, we apologize to our listeners because we have been absent. We have. Uh, for, a, what, over a week or maybe know, even it's two kind of, weeks. It's kind of sad. Yeah, and, it, and it's all Megan's fault. Pretty much. Uh, she, she was really busy with Cause Marketing Forum, and uh, she, you know, I mean, what an event this year. And we're going to talk about that with our guest today, uh, Charles Jones, COO of Mozeus. How are you doing, Charles? Doing very well, guys. Good to be here. Good. Where are you calling from, Charles? We are headquartered in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, so very good. A couple offices here and then an office out on the West Coast. Oh, very oh, nice. good. Yeah. So uh, let's start. Let, um, Charles, tell us a little bit about uh, Mozeus. So, yeah, Mozeus uh, Worldwide has been around a couple years, and uh, we are a, for all intents and purposes, a, a kind of a technology shop. We create uh, mobile applications for brands and agencies. So what does that mean? It means uh, we, we've looked at kind of the marketplace for the past couple of years, and we, we've tried to create a platform for brands and agencies to better engage consumers at live events. Mm-hmm. So essentially what, what we've done is taken a lot of the popular promotional tools that you know agencies use to, to touch consumers to start an interaction and we bundled them and put them on one device essentially. So uh, we attended the Cause Marketing Forum because it's somewhat of a new vertical for us in terms of playing in the cause marketing space as we developed a technology where we're able to integrate mobile uh, payment onto the devices we use. So essentially, our, our goal in working with you know cause marketing initiatives is to helping better engage consumers with you know interesting promotional tools, and then hopefully ask for a donation at the end of the experience. So we oh. we, we swim in a lot of different areas, and uh, we're, we're really excited to be playing in the cause marketing arena. And That's I think good. I think I first. Actually, I'm not even sure. I think you might have contacted David at Cause Marketing Forum, Charles. I can't remember. But um, I just finished up this white paper on gamification. So I had the great privilege of having Charles walk us through a great example that they've done with a Cause Marketing Initiative with AARP called Drive and Hunger uh, in uh, conjunction with their NASCAR appearances. So probably, if you wouldn't mind, would you explain to our listeners what this this interface uh, was comprised of? Because I think it's really super interesting. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, six or seven months ago, we were actually contacted by AARP and one of their agencies of record, uh, Wonderman, out of Chicago. Mm -hmm. And they were looking for a better way to increase their donations at their NASCAR events. So AARP in partnership with Jeff Gordon uh, is out at all the races. And last year they had a, a big footprint set up where they were asking people to either fill out paper forms to get a donation and they even have laptops set up at their footprint but what they were lacking in their opinion was a a way to better engage that consumer first before asking for that donation before asking them to sit down at a computer Mm -hmm. and actually do it so what we essentially did is we created a station experience where consumers could walk into the footprint 
and actually have multiple, uh, I'll call it things to do. Uh, <laughs> is, that, is that a technical term? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't really put a good, uh, <laughs> it's, not, it's, it it's only a word they use in the South, Megan. Things. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we, we, I, I should call it interactives. So consumer could walk in, uh, hopefully learn a little bit about the AARP, sign up to be an AARP member. And then on tablets, you know, we, we actually use Android tablets for this essentially, just like an iPad consumer could register sign up, provide some information, and then do one of a couple different things. Uh, most notably, they could play a racing game that we created. So we created a, a flash racing game where someone could drive a Jeff Gordon NASCAR you know, on the tablet, and the goal was to try and uh, intercept shopping carts and get points while you're driving. Um, so it was kind of a, you know, drive to end hunger is the AARP initiative. And so we created a game that, you know, integrated some of, you know, the goals and objectives of what they were trying to do, which was educate the consumer about, uh, you know, this drive to end hunger initiative. We also created a trivia game for the consumer to play, and we awarded them based on how that, you know, consumer would do in trivia. And then we integrated a nice photo element where consumers could get their photo taken next to Jeff Gordon uh, without him actually being there through our overlay technology. So after the consumer would go through uh, the, these different engagements, we'd prompt them on the actual tablet that they were interacting with to donate. Hmm. And what we did was we created multiple tiers of donations uh, from $10 up to, you know, $125. And then we had, a, we had one labeled other for, for people that wanted to do more. And essentially the consumer would click on one of those. And we also would give them a gift based on how much they donated. So if you donated $50, you'd get a koozie and a hat and a little cooler. So the consumer wasn't walking away empty handed. So after the consumer would click on one of those options, again, on the tablet at the event, they would be prompted to actually swipe a credit card through uh, – we're partnered with a company called Rome Data, and basically the credit card swipe you know, uh, product plugs right into the audio port on the tablet. And so literally all the consumer would have to do is swipe their credit card. They would get an email sent to them with their receipt. So it was quick and clean and literally probably about a 15-second interaction. Wow. wow. Yeah. The so a let me get this straight. So yes. so when the AARP member comes up, they come up in their walker, right? And they can't drive anymore. <laughs> Actually, Joe, so, it's just more like can... your age now. <laughs> <laughs> and then they can drive on a tablet, which is the only place an old person should be driving <laughs> Okay, I mean, I'm totally in favor of something like that. But I actually bring up this point to be instructive. Dispel the myth about who is an AARP member. Well, a... I, I would say that an AARP member is uh, pr probably not what you're imagining. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they're, they're people that are in, in their 60s attending these yeah. races that, you know, have the ability to help out with a cause like the drive-in, you know, adult well, hunger. You know, the so. amazing thing is, too, is like you think, you know, and, and I know AARP is very involved in NASCAR. It's a real reflection. Like, you know, this isn't your grandmother. 
Or if it's your grandmother, she's, you know, she's at NASCAR whooping and hollering from the top of an RV. And she wants to play a game on a tablet. I mean, that's That's right. I know. It's really kind of interesting on something like that. Well, actually, when you think about gamification and who, when you look at those target audiences, they tend to be, I don't know if the, if AARP skews female, probably not, but Mm -hmm. um, some of these game gaming profiles are, are women, what, like 35 to 65, something like that. Yeah, right, right. So. But you know what's interesting, Megan and Charles, is in a lot of ways, Charles, what you're talking about, it isn't gaming, it's engagement. Well, same, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of been the whole goal of our company where we just don't think brands and agencies are doing a good enough job uh, is that engagement. You know, what hook or carrot are you throwing out there and how are you using technology to kind of open up that consumer's eyes and say, Wow, that was really cool what I just did. That brand that just offered up this experience on this tablet must be cutting edge because, you know, they provided this. So we just work under the covers and we try and make the, you know, the brand look really good and add technology as much as possible, but at the same time, making it very simplistic. So the racing game we created for ARP was designed for, for really anybody to walk up and learn how to do within the course of 10 or 15 seconds. And they're often driving. So we, don't position ourselves as an ea sports or someone that is gonna you know completely create the best game you've ever seen it's got to be something that's easy well Well, talk talk, hold on hold on on. talk about how successful this has been so far i mean the nascar season isn't even over but talk about how much donation levels are up compared to last year for aarp for the drive to end hunger Yes, certainly the donation levels have been up. I'm obviously not not able to share exact numbers uh, with you guys per our agreement with them. But uh, they're very, very happy, I think, with not only the number of, you know, people they've gotten to register to become members and people that they've touched in terms of brand awareness, but the actual transactions and making it easier and making the consumer feel better about, you know, a secure mobile payment platform. And that was a big thing for us too, was finding a partner in Rome data that actually encrypts the information in terms of after the credit card is swiped, everything is encrypted and it was a completely safe and secure platform. Some of the other vendors we looked at partnering with, like a Square, which is a popular one, Mm. actually don't have uh, nearly the level of security that that Rome data does. So we went through an extensive, exhaustive, you know, back and forth with AARP to get them where they felt comfortable that these transactions, you know, were going to be good. So it, uh, you know, knock on wood, hopefully everything keeps on uh, pushing forward and and going well, and they're happy. And hopefully it's a, you know, a long-term partnership into the future. That's great. So, you know, one of the things I'm curious about, too, and, and uh, Megan, I know, too, with your paper on gamification and stuff like that. I mean, you know, not so much when you talk to agencies, Charles, but when you actually are dealing directly with brands and you bring up the word gamification or game or what have you, or gamify and stuff like that. Is there a negative connotation with that or is it always usually positive? And the reason I bring that up is because I think in some ways there has been, especially in more conservative circles, 
a backlash against kind of like the idea of gaming. You know, you have like even very visible people like William Bennett saying that, you know, there are more men playing games now than there are uh, young adults. You know what I mean? And, and complaints on that. Is the response to gaming always a positive one? It's a, you know, that is a great question. Uh, mm-hmm. I think over the years, what's happened is. 10 years ago, you had gaming systems actually coming out and you had a lot of brands and agencies that were using, you know, Xbox at events to just get people in there and pull them in. And so I think there's what I've noticed over the years and the same thing is, and I don't know if you guys have any experience or have seen augmented reality Mm -hmm. at events. I watch a company out of Europe, Charles, called Layer and, uh, and they've done some interesting things. Yeah, so and I would love to talk to you about that, Joe. Uh, we've integrated some augmented reality components into our smart activator platform, but it's it's interesting in terms of talking with some agencies and brands. A lot of them aren't interested because they've kind of felt like they've been there, done that, and they got into augmented reality when it first came out. Mm-hmm. And- Right. Some of the some of the augmented reality companies out there didn't do the best job at, you know, providing a technology that was a good fit. Right. And so a lot of brands and agencies as a result got turned off. Mm-hmm. So I think there's some parallels with gamification and uh, you know, it, it's all about what type of experiences that decision maker had mm-hmm. before. And mm-hmm. you know, did it did it affect them? But I, I think what we're talking about now, in terms of what you know, companies like Mozeus can do is make it more branded, make it more relevant to whatever it is you're trying to do, and kind of educate that consumer in the process. So when we talk about driving a Jeff Gordon branded car or AARP branded car and running over shopping carts and trying to get <laughs> No, it really, it it really hits, you know, it's different than just playing need for speed and setting that up at an event and have no relevancy. Right. Can can we talk a little bit about data collection? Because I I seem to remember when you and I first discussed this application that there was, there was certain data points you were collecting on different people and you might serve them up a different engagement depending on who they were. Um, And I'm guessing this isn't unique just to this particular application, but um, is there data collection that's important in in these engagements to brands? Yeah. I mean, another great question. So with our platform, and there may be other platforms out there like it, but I'm not not aware of it. We've got the ability during the initial contact in terms of registration uh, or or getting someone to sign up or say, hey, I want to go through this, for example, AARP experience. We can actually take the information that we collect and tailor the rest of the consumer's experience based on how they answer those questions. So an example, you walk up, to a tablet and you're kind of registering, we could ask one question like, you know, what are your interests? Are you interested in sports, in the theater? Are you interested? Are you a big time fitness person? Mm -hmm. We can then make future experiences at different, you know, tablets or maybe around that footprint tailored to how you answered that one question. So if you were interested in sports, you you walk up and kind of check into that next tablet Mm -hmm. and you you play a racing game. If you're interested in theater, maybe it's a theater based initiative that you get to do. So uh, 
collecting that data, learning about the consumer and targeting that experience is, is critical now, I think, in terms of consumers just don't want to be engaged with stuff that's not relevant to them. And then we can take that data and what we learned on site and extend the experience online. So that could be in the form of a follow-up email that is strictly targeted based on how they answered questions. And then even online activities that they can do that, you know, really fits their criteria in terms of who that person is. Mm-hmm. That's so you know, cool. Yeah, it is. And, and, you know, I think the data collection is so key. And I mean, it's a huge advantage of being online. Why not take advantage of it? You know what I mean? That we can do things like that. You know, one of the things I'm thinking too, Charles, is, you know, I think about you working with these agencies and brands. And as you know, from reading Selfish Giving, my focus is really on like local businesses and nonprofits and how they can use this stuff. I mean, you may not, but let me ask, do you have any suggestions about how local nonprofits are either using this technology or can can use this technology to engage people without making the type of huge investments that some people may need to make for it? Yeah, and another great question, and we'd, we'd love to get involved to, you know, for, take out financial reasons and, mm. you know, all of that aside, it, it's great to be able to say, hey, we, we've helped, you know, this company increase donations for a great cause. What what I think makes our platform unique is it is essentially software that, that, you know, we provide. And Mm -hmm. so with mobile devices, with tablets, with a lot of, you know, businesses already owning them or employees at businesses, I think the, the, the way where we can make it economical for everyone is having the ability for those companies to use their own devices to, to set some of this stuff up to, mm-hmm. you know, engage the consumer without having to invest in specific hardware and go right. out. If you're doing a photo program. You don't have to go out and buy a $1,200 camera. You yep. can do it on your own device and capture the data and even, you know, capture donations. Uh, we were pretty surprised at the buy-in level, even with our own data, to mm-hmm. be able to process the, you know, mobile transactions. It really wasn't very much money at all. I I, I think there are opportunities out there to, you know, create win-wins and, you know, do exactly what you're talking about. Well, and that's kind of a a white label product, right? I mean, it's in the customization that makes these things so expensive, right? Because you have the existing templates now. So that that's a potential option too, right? To do something white label that people could then custom brand on their own, that you could get wider distribution. Yeah, and and, and I think kind of next steps for us, and my goal is to roll this out in early 2013, mm-hmm. is the ability for anyone to go online and essentially create their own program. Right. So it's it's going online and saying, okay, I, m- my goals are to capture some data on a consumer. I want to do a neat photo program. To, that's going to be my engagement hook. And then I want to get them to donate. And essentially, we could create a platform so Joe could, you know, go online and easily create that own program and deploy it and be activating on his own phone the next day. Mm, right. You know, I think and you know what I think, too, for every nonprofit and business, too, I think the underlying message you have there, too, is a really good one in that. 
you know, when you're dealing with technology and you're dealing with events and that kind of intersection, you know, at the end of the day, persuasion is incremental and you need a step-by-step process to make things happen. Right. And that's a message just as old as time in the sense like, you know, people just don't do things automatically. You know, you got to bring, you know, to use an old sales analogy, you have to create a funnel and, uh, and, and bring people down. And it sounds like that's what your company really specializes in is putting all those steps in place. Exactly. You hit it on a tee. We just, you can never forget about the carrot, the hook that is going to, you know, make that consumer want to stay engaged and learn more about the brand. And we've got a lot of clients that actually like to, you know, we can time how long that engagement is. So we'll report back and say the average person spent eight minutes in your footprint and, you know, here's what they did. And mm-hmm. they can look at those metrics. And, you know, it's like George uh, talked about a lot in his social media workshop at the forum. Mm-hmm. He, he he his big question always was anytime someone asked a question in his workshop he asked well what does the data tell you yeah right and right, so right. essentially you've got to be able to measure and understand and i i think that's going to be critical for anyone in the gamification place in terms of what you know they're they're putting out there to engage consumers they're they're going to have to be a able to measure that impact as well. So it's not as simple as just putting out a game and, you know, getting the person to play. You've got to be able to report and measure how successful it is. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, I I feel like this is sometimes we have these shows where I feel like we could talk for an hour and (laughs) this is one of those shows. But unfortunately, we sort of come to the end of our time. So, uh, Charles, thank you so, so much for being with us today. And can you tell our listeners where they can find out more about Mozus? Yes, absolutely. You can find us online at mozeus.com, and it's Mo for mobile, Zeus for the Greek god. So we <laughs> like to say we're all things, uh, you know, mobile and powerful. So it's M-O-Z-E-U-S, mozeus.com. Excellent. Now, we'll put that whenever I think too. of, um, you know, Charles, now whenever I think of the king of the gods, I'm just going to think of him with a cell phone. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> it's, a, it's not a cell phone. A smartphone. <laughs> well, it's, I think that's where everything is gr- going. So it's 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 just a crazy field to be in, but a fun one. That's yeah, awesome. Absolutely. And and Joe, where can people find you? Well, of course, people can find me at my blog, selfishgiving.com. But on a every minute basis, you can find me on Twitter. <laughs> that's actually not Joe far Waters. from the truth. Yeah, that's not far from the truth. And what about you, Megan? Where can people find you? Except at your home, relaxing this week after Cosmic. <laughs> I'm also on Twitter at Megan Strand, and I blog for the Cause Marketing Forum at causeupdate.com. Um, and you can also find Cause Talk Radio and all the other rashpixel.tv shows on iTunes. We do want you to subscribe in iTunes so you don't miss a show. We had somebody at the conference tell us they listen to us every day commuting to work. You should do that too. Mm-hmm. Or on Stitcher Smart Radio. So uh, on behalf of Joe and myself and Charles today, thanks so much for joining us. Mm-hmm.